Hey everyone, Matt from WDW Happy Hour here. I hope you're having a good day from wherever you're tuning in. Uh, I just wanted to record this intro at the top to say that I'm actually breaking up this episode into two parts. We had a really fun time recording this one. Uh, Scott did another bracket that I think you're really gonna enjoy, but it ended up being super long and we weren't going to be able to post an episode uh, two weeks from now, our regularly scheduled one, so it was easier for me to just break this up into two. So what you're going to hear right now is part one, um, and then in two weeks on February 13th, you will hear the conclusion of that, so I hope you come back and hear the end of it. So enjoy this episode, and we'll see you soon. Cheers. WDW Happy Hour here. I am Catherine, and I'm here with my fellow podcast members. I got Matt. Hello. Scott. Hello. Rob. Greetings. And Holly. Hello. We have an exciting episode for you today. Our first bracket of the year. You know we like our our brackets, and this is a good one we've been talking about for (laughs) quite a long time, so I'm really excited about this one. Um, And we have a little bit of news, but first we're going to start, as we always do, with our Topping It Off, where we pick a drink from around the Disney World Land universe and talk about it and do a little mini review. And this week, Topping It Off, Holly, what you got? All right. I am going to take us over to the Contemporary to Steakhouse 71, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to highlight the Amaro Highball. Woo! This is a drink. Um, I could seriously just drink one after another. It was... They seem pretty strong, right? Yeah, I guess. (laughs) A Um, nice lunch drink for Holly. (laughs) um, It has a Averno Amaro Bacardi 8 Gold Rum house-made grenadine bitters and soda water. Um, Delicious. It's almost, I guess because of the Amaro, it has the... Cherry, like almond, almish, yeah. yeah. But wow, it was delicious. And I've had a couple highballs in my life, and that was probably one of the best highballs that I've ever had. And it's $14. That's not too bad considering it's like a very alcohol. I mean, they don't the, the size of the drink. I mean, it, it's it wasn't huge, yeah, but yeah, it's not meant to be, no, big, yeah, no, no, mm. very refreshing. Very refreshing. So it is? Doing that. I thought it was. Huh. What? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. But so, yeah, I recommend it. Excellent. All right. So, Steakhouse 71. Um, and uh, Matt's doodling. I thought he was <laughs> yeah, writing was us. Kinda... I thought <laughs> our producer was writing us a note, but no, he's drawing Walter White on the back of his uh, piece of paper. But yeah, that's cool. It's important. Okay. Um, that sounds absolutely delicious. I could go to that for that right now with the snowy weather. Nice, mm-hmm. nice, uh, hearty highball. Um, so Rob, gonna kick yeah. for some news. Uh, it, it's been slow. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're scraping the, the bottom <laughs> of the barrel here. Um, the Swan and Dolphin is, uh, making some big plans for a new pool and recreation area. So the plan calls for two new pools, which include two water slides. Oh. So it's going to be close to the whole area, uh, pool area. But I guess this is in um, relation to the Swan Reserve opening. And where are these going to go? What's that? Where? What do you mean where? Yeah, where are they going to go? So, so it's you know that walkway from the Swan, how it loops over to the pool area. Yes. Yeah. The hot tubs over there. Okay. That whole area. Mm. They, they have a map. And then they're okay. relocating a play area that's currently there. Okay. To somewhere else. Interesting. Yeah. So, so there's not like a ton of real estate back there. <laughs> like that's limited. No, you don't realize how close it is. The the, the road. It's is the right road, here. some bushes, and then the pool area. <laughs> yeah, you can if you're like in the hot tub, you can definitely hear the road. Yeah. Like, the traffic going by. Yeah. They do a good job of hiding it, but yeah. it's it's right there. Yeah. So and then the Swan the Swan Reserve. You could just a guest could just walk across the, you know, it's probably closer than some Disney prop Disney pools to there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, what else we got? Oh, the iconic purple signs are being replaced. So this, 
caused quite a, uh, a stir. Yeah, a stir on Twitter and everything else. So the new science kind of blend in now with the 50th anniversary stuff. So they're mostly blue with white lettering and yellow. Looks pretty boring to me. Yeah. Oh, talking about street signs. Yeah. Like, yeah, what do you think I meant? I don't know. I, I didn't even know what you were talking about. <laughs> I told you it was slow. I was like, purple signs, like in the park? So you're no, no, talking the about iconic, on the uh, highway and... Well, and like uh, on Disney property, the street yeah, signs. Yeah, the purple... Yeah, okay. Now I... When I see a picture of it, now I know. It's interesting. Um, there's government regulation around street signs. But like what... Like, what color and everything. So it's interesting that they could get away with just doing what they want. I know it's private property, but the roads are still public roads. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's... The but, Reedy Creek Improvement District just votes everything, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, it, I mean, it goes... They said there's more than a thousand signs that need to be replaced across property. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a weird thing that they're spending money on, right? That's, Given all the other things. Weird. How much do you think that costs? It's got to be crazy millions i would think not to mention i'm just thinking about like production costs but then you have to like think about like you're paying people to then install them so there's a lot of money in that yeah i know there was a contingent of the uh disney fan community that was upset because you know there's a certain amount of like what's the word nostalgia attached to the purple signs just from like a practical standpoint, though, I kind of think it's nice to have the purple signs because you can identify them easily as like, that's a Disney World sign mm-hmm. and it's something I need to pay attention to if I'm looking for a, an accent yeah. or whatever. These are much more in line with, other than them not being green, right? right. I, it, they're much more in line with a, a normal street They look sign. like the rest stop signs here in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're up in Beautiful. arms with them redesigning street signs, like, come on. Come oh, on, man. Th- th- those go back to the 90s. Yeah, the, those are the, iconic. Yeah. They could probably sell. I mean, there's. A, oh, I'm sure there's a yeah. huge market for... Oh, yes. uh, yeah. They're no. huge, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. They are giant. They are probably the size of a wall. <laughs> they look small when they're above the roadway, but when you get them down, you could, like... Make yeah. a garage door out of it. I have a shades of green signing in my kitchen. It is your kitchen wall. Yeah. That would be what it would be. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, so Disney announced some opening dates for Magic Kingdom Entertainment. So they're bringing what's called, let me get the name here, huh. the Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade. This starts February 11th. America's um, kids got singing. It, like, so stupid. It's got 30, nearly 30 favorite Disney and Pixar friends. Nick and Judy, Baloo and King Louie, um, the Three Caballeros, a bunch of different people. So, yeah. So we're hmm. calling this a cavalcade? Cavalcade. They're calling it a cavalcade. And then, to go along with that, the Festival of Fantasy Parade is returning. Uh, March 9th, which coincides with the anniversary of the debut of it in 2014. And Maleficent is coming back. The fire-breathing dragon. Yep. (laughs) Hope she won't catch fire. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. And then they're they're bringing back, this is uh, Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair, which is the stage show to start off the day. Comes back February 20th. So it's basically just Disney... Adjective, noun, and a term for a parade, mm-hmm. and you can create your own Absolutely. Disney parade. Yes, yeah, <laughs> you get through it. It's uh, it's like Mad Libs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pick your uh, birth month yeah, and yeah. Uh, day or whatever. And it, That'd you be get a funny your, thing to yeah. make up. Um, that's about it as far as news. Disney. The other thing. So Disney announced uh, already an additional private transport. Since they got rid of the um, Magical Express, Magical Express, so now they're offering it as part of the vacation packages, private transfers. I, I'm assuming Mirrors is. It doesn't say in the article who's running it, but now people could, I guess, Disney, pay for that. Yeah, and Disney <laughs> wants their cut of oh, probably of what they're now. seeing Shocking. because it. It, depending on how many are in your party, it's much. It, it's comparable to get the private service mm-hmm. that's available than con- taking the mirrors. Yeah. Option. 
So. Jeez. Yeah. And it doesn't say how much it... I, I should have see if I have access to how much it is, but the article I'm looking at doesn't mention how much it is. But... Yeah. Well, we knew that was coming, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that yep. was just a matter of time. Yeah, that's... That's, that's it the right. Yeah, that's, that's the news. The news. <laughs> a little slow. All right. Well, Scott, do you want to talk about our main topic here? Yeah, I will. Um, so, we've been a little bit notorious lately for... Uh, being a little bit down on some of the changes at Disney. So I decided we'd lean into that <laughs> and uh, do a things we hate at Disney bracket. Um, this is a little bit, you know, just having some fun with, with some of the things that annoy us, whether it be uh, things that guests do, things that Disney does. Uh, so I have a bracket of 64 different things all related to Disney uh, and we're going to go through them here, and the first round will probably take a little bit longer just because I'm going to clarify some of the things that, that we have here. We'll discuss, and then we'll uh, say what we have as our, our choice for the round. But really, it's anything that we dislike about Disney World or Disneyland. I don't know that there's anything specifically Disneyland in here, but it, it applies there as well. Uh, may I say, a ni nice looking bracket. Uh, Scott sprung for the color printer. Um, Even though nice... it's only like one line. <laughs> yeah, but there's a nice tan on the title. I just, so our listeners can tell. Aesthetically, we're, we're in a good place <laughs> right You know, I, I, try to, I try to make it as uh, professional as possible for, for the podcast. So. It's good. All right, Scott. So do you want to start yeah. us off? I will. I will start us off here and I'll give you the first matchup, which is John Lasseter, uh, though he is out of the company, his uh, legacy remains, uh, versus Harry Potter or Minion shirts being worn in the Disney parks, <laughs> which is something that bothers me because it just is like, it's a lack of awareness about where you are. Anybody have a thought to start off? I don't I mean, know if does you does it affect you? Like... No, but neither does planes or cars. I mean, it, John Lasseter doesn't really affect me either. It's it's all about things that just, you know... You don't like. You, you yeah. bother you a little bit. So, no, it doesn't affect yeah. me. I won't even Why get into the John Lasseter, like, um, you know, uh, uncouth, and that's uh, a predatory behavior. His Me Too moment. Yeah, his Me Too moment. Wait, we're not getting into that? No, no, no I'm saying like, I don't even... picking John Lasseter. There's no way <laughs> that, that some... And the thing about like Harry Potter, I'm taking minions out of it because the minions are annoying. Um, <laughs> but like, I think it's cute when a kid's really into Harry Potter and like, even though they're like... Like, you can tell they went to Universal yesterday. Oh, yeah. And, and they're in, wands. like, all of their Gryffindor gear. Like, I think it's cute that they're that into it. That they, like, because you know, like, they're kids who wear Spider-Man costumes every day. Like, it's just funny that they're into it. Now, adults, I have less tolerance, but still, John Lasseter is worse than that. So, Lasseter is my choice. Uh, I, what I was saying is, I'm not ignoring it, but I'm like, I can put John Lasseter as something that annoys me way more than the shirts just based on his sequelitis and like the fact that he seems so pompous and <laughs> arrogant and just grating in interviews and yeah, stuff. Yeah, in the time that we saw him, mm. it was just mm. a, a very Ugh. noticeable attitude. I'm great. Like, it's like, yeah. I'm great. And then I got fired. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you made Toy Story, but you also made, you Plans. also made Cars 2. So people don't forget. Um, All right, let's let's go around. We'll make our pick for the first one here. <coughs> Catherine, you you Come said Lasseter, Matt, JL. I said John Lasseter. 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 All right, so we got Lasseter going forward. All right, second one: the lack of alcohol in Magic Kingdom versus adults arguing with cast members. So you know you you can get a, a beer some places in Magic Kingdom, but they don't have any bars. They don't have any stands. There's it's a very alcohol-free place. It's a place that you don't like to spend an evening as a result because it, you can't get a get a beer there. And nothing, you know, is more shameful for an adult to do to be than be yelling at a cast member over something stupid. Uh, so that's something that bothers me to see as well. So you're you're kind of saying arguing with cast members over something that is not worth arguing over. Right. I mean, I, I think when I'm 
saying adults arguing with cast members. I'm talking about somebody who is having a meltdown and blowing up over something Being that aggressive. does not need to be... Is either not the cast member's fault, not in the cast member's control, or is just way overblown for the the purpose of that. Okay. Anybody have any thoughts about either of those? I mean, I think to me, the alcohol in Magic Kingdom has a larger impact on me just because I can walk away from a, an adult that's yelling mm-hmm. at a cast member, whereas... I think it actually affects my day planning for whether or not I'm going to be in Magic Kingdom after like 4 p.m. Yeah, personally, that's that's exactly it. It it changes the way you go to the parks and what parks you go to. Right. So I would definitely like to spend more time there if the evenings were. <clears throat> or if Gaston's Tavern could actually have you know libations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I I took. Lack of alcohol in Magic Kingdom. What do you got, Holly? I'm going to go with lack of alcohol because when you got to, like, listen to the Disney Karens, it's kind of like you need something to take the edge off. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go with lack of alcohol. I'm going with the adults arguing cast members. I think that's just, like, absolutely disgusting behavior and ridiculous. I'm friends with too many wonderful cast members mm. to want to think anybody yelling at either of any of my friends who are cast members in in such a manner that I've seen in the parks. It's absolutely disgusting. Everything's short-staffed right now. You can't be mad at cast members for that. If anything, they are probably way bigger victims than you are on your trip to Disney World. That is true. Yeah, um, I'm going with uh, adults arguing with cast members. You have to be kind to people in the service industry. I could just stop that sentence as you need to be kind to people um, you know, the golden rule and all that, I do think that that's shameful behavior. And, uh, yeah, that's my, my choice, but I'm outvoted. This, yeah, this is a tight one for me, but my, if you want to change it, you can. (gasps) Why not? I don't know. Whatever. You can. (laughs) (laughs) We're not done yet. Did you you say for sure, Scott? I I said mine was alcohol. Okay. All right. Holly. Do you want to, you could be the deciding vote here. I'm going to go with adults arguing because like both of you make a very valid point. And I'm I like, like that. I'm, I feel very selfish and like, oh, lack of alcohol yeah. when I can bring in and a red soda. Like, yeah. I feel like a dirt ball. Also, let's, the other thing that I was thinking, this is like a real, a real like first world perspective <laughs> on this. Like, like we've been lucky enough to dine at Club 33. Like, yeah. like nothing is more like elite than that. And we've I berated our server. No. <laughs> but... Like, so we've had that experience and I think that makes it way more special that you can't just walk around with beer because we were like, that was exciting. And that was at a time where alcohol was less pervasive at Disneyland because now you can get it at Oka's Cantina and it wasn't as special at Oka's Cantina. It was more special at Club 33. All right. So we got the, the arguing with cast members going ahead. Uh, Next matchup, people walking four or five across. This would be like on a park path or, you know, if you're walking around the World Showcase or something like that, people who are walking straight abreast that you can't pass them, either they're walking too slowly or they're stopping a bunch, bothers me to no end. And that's going up against the 4 p.m. standard check-in time for resorts, which if you're someone like me who likes to fly in early, you gotta, you know, kill most of your day before you can actually get into your room unless you manage to get yourself early check-in or something like that. And I don't know, it's just a, a small bother that uh, always has, has annoyed me about the resorts. There's a certain curb your enthusiasm to all of these things. Like, <laughs> like, the, like I feel like like I'm Larry David, like justifying like, <laughs> like this, like the minutia of things that are. In a way, this is like a, a window into my mind of yeah. what annoys me about Disney World. I know. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll jump in on that. People walking four or five across, you know, you can say excuse me and go around them. That doesn't bother me that much. What bothers me is my time being wasted outside of my control. And that is, that has planned, that has dictated major, you know, planning logistics with going down there. Like there is absolutely nothing worse. And I don't know how we could have verbalized this on, on this bracket. There's nothing worse than feeling park tired and not having a hotel room. Mm. There's nothing worse than being 
part tired and you can't check in yet, your room's not ready, you're hot, it's 100 degrees, your stuff's in a suitcase that you don't have access to, or you've been in the park all day and you have to check out that day and you can't take a shower before you get on a plane. There's nothing worse than those two feelings. And I, and, and Disney pushes that 4 p.m., to the limit. I've checked out after or checked in after 4 p.m. before. Like they don't care. That 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 is so annoying to me. Matt, thoughts? I gotta go with walkers. <laughs> I Ka said <laughs> Catherine makes a valid point. But there's something about people walking in like a horizontal blockade <laughs> that just screams to me a lack of either self-awareness or just like straight up you do not care about the other people around you, or it's not even a thought that like, oh, See, we are I, I blocking the path. Too, like I've I've walked four across before, but I am a fast walker, and if anybody's walking faster than me, I'd like to shake the hand of that person because they're running, um, they're not walking. If if you are a slow walker, you need to have the awareness to be like, oh, you know, there's people behind me that are trying to. I to think get there's past. another item on this bracket that more specifically uh, hits the point that you're trying to make because people walking four or five across, I mean, down Main Street you can walk four or five across, and I, that's what I'm picturing. <clears throat> but there's a there's another thing that they can do that's more annoying. It always <laughs> depends the width of the pathway. <laughs> My Rob. motto, you walk like you drive. Like, I don't know. Stay in your lane. Poorly. Stay in your lane. <laughs> Stay in your lane. Like, it needs to be a fast lane and slow oh. lane. What do you got for this one, Rob? Uh, I have the walkers as well. The, the I mean, the four is annoying, but like, you know that when you <clears throat> make your arrangements. You know that you might not yeah, be in the room until four. Is, how expensive is a park day? You're eating a park day and paying for a hotel room. It's, sure. That's that's a but, not, but that mean, is money in the bank, baby. But, but this is a standard. Uh, most hotels, maybe three, is yeah. You get, you get lucky if if the four that. But I mo most places say three. Okay, the four, and I think DVC is five. I, I think it's not a Disney uh, thing, is what you're saying. Like it's a hotel thing. Like it's right. not guaranteed. It's, to me, the worst part is the checking out and not having a room after mm -hmm. compared to the the check-in part um, when you talk about comparison. But, um, I mean, I've tried to change when my flights are, or at least mentally change, plan that out mentally. because of because of this. I mentally change my flight. <laughs> well, it doesn't, it doesn't work all the time where the people I'm, you're I'm traveling with. with Southwest right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but, uh, yeah, I'm going with the people because that's super annoying. <laughs> what do you got, Holly? I'm going to go with the um, the check-in okay. because there's been a couple trips where, you know, I've dropped my stuff off at Bell Service, went to the parks, it's hot, and all I wanted to do was just, like, go back into a cold room and it wasn't ready yet. Yeah. yeah. So. So I think just by Matt, Rob, and me, four, four <laughs> to five across people advanced the that walkers, one. The walkers are advancing. All right. So our next one, we have the increased cost of tickets. Versus the no more ketchup at uh, Whispering Canyon thing where they used to say, you know, like if you asked for ketchup, all the kids would have to run the bottles of ketchup over to your table and it was kind of fun and they've put a stop to that. Um, it's, a, it's a sad matchup for the ketchup thing because mm -hmm. the increasing cost of tickets is like one of the most annoying so things So impactful right Yeah, and like... Yeah, I don't remember the last time I've eaten at Whispering Canyon, so I have to say the increasing cost of tickets hits me a little harder. I'm okay. I think in, in some respects, I think we're all okay with increased cost, but it hasn't changed anybody's behavior. Right. So now we're all paying more, but the parks are just as, right. as crowded as they've ever been. So that that is the, you know... That's I, the catch? Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, definitely the cost. Well, does anybody have the ketchup? <clears throat> no. <laughs> so. I, I've only ever eaten... Well, I don't eat there often, but if I do, I'd prefer breakfast, and I'm not putting ketchup on my eggs because I'm not a heathen. I think the only reason <laughs> I included that in heathen? there... Do you put ketchup on your eggs? Yes, I do. <laughs> I think the only reason I put that on there is that it's an example of, like... The, the magic just drying up over time over That's different places. True. Wait, do you put ketchup on hot dogs? No. Oh, okay. All right. That's okay then. 
No. Okay. No, you can man. judge. You can judge then. Free to judge. Jeez. For our next on a burger. <laughs> All right. For our next matchup, we've got the difficulty of getting a bus at park close or after a nighttime show when it is just a stampede for the buses. Uh, going up against the She Loves the D t-shirts, which if you've never seen them is a shirt that has the Disney D and it is a double entendre. Yes. Uh, yeah, so it's just, you know, a, an actual, you know, effect on our lives versus something that is just a trashing up of the parks. That shirt is inexcusable. <laughs> it's not, it's not funny. Right. And like, yeah. it's not like I'm like the, like, the crass police. Like, don't get me <laughs> wrong. Like, I love an off-color joke. But like, one, there's kids around. <laughs> and two, like, like, come on, man. That shirt sucks. That <laughs> shirt is so and it's bad. it's always the same balding, beer belly, uh. cargo short wearing, New Balance whitey with four or five brats around them wearing it. Like, it's always the same guy. It's the same guy wearing it every time. And the next day he wears the My Favorite Disney Villain is My Wife shirt. <laughs> Most expensive day Most ever. Most expensive day ever. Yeah, we get it. You paid for and, this. And to make this one, the bus thing, there's alternatives. There's Ubers. There's That's cabs. True. Yeah, you can there's walk. Wa- there's walk. There's boats. There's different uh, alternatives to the bus. So, yeah. The, to me, the T-shirt is just the. Yeah, <laughs> I hate that T-shirt. Yeah. I'll, I'll so say I... it first. I I picked the T-shirt to go forward yeah, on this I, one. Yeah, I picked the T-shirt as well. T-shirt. All right. So everyone unanimous on the T-shirt. <laughs> wow. Yeah. As much as the buses can be a frustration, we're trying to keep it classy. You know, uh, now that I'm thinking more about the bus, it's like if you have to take it or if you're on it, like that's that's horrible. <laughs> because like we're savvy enough that we can be like, okay, we're going to walk to the Contemporary and get an Uber, hang out at this bar and try to like wait out the crowd. But like, oh, for the people who don't know that you can do that, like that sucks. But <laughs> she loves the D sucks more. <laughs> she loves the D. All right, next one is... General park construction. I'm thinking mostly about Epcot right now because it is just a mess. Mm -hmm. Up against the I love you, I know t-shirt combination that you often see around Star Wars land. Which is, you know, some pretty lowest common denominator. A tough matchup here. See, that Uh, uh, t-shirt doesn't affect me as much as the other one. As the park construction? Or as the D D one? Yeah. It's it's definitely classier. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's definitely classier. The park construction. Yeah, park construction has ruined Epcot right now as as far as I'm concerned. And And it's gone so long. Yes. (laughs) All I would say to that is that's in hopes of making a better park. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it... If there's any positive to that, it, it is a uh, physical the- representation <laughs> that there's something new and exciting coming. Yeah, a fountain. <laughs> <laughs> Moana themed. <laughs> the, um, those t-shirts are, yeah, they're neutral. They're basic. But- it's, bas- it's basic B behavior. I said the park construction. I said the park construction. Park. Matt. Along with the t-shirt. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> What'd you say, huh? Park All right, so park construction moves forward in spite of Rob and Matt. All right, <clears throat> next we got Kathleen Kennedy, the current head of uh, the Lucas, uh, not Lucas, Star, the Star Wars arm of uh, the Disney company, up against the fact that you have to go to the Boardwalk Bakery to get coffee when you stay at the Boardwalk. Let's go to our, our boardwalk residence here yeah. first. Jeez. <laughs> Matt, I'm excited to see what you put for this, because you're the one who has to walk well, and I'll clarify. Yeah, I'm the I? one laying in I'll bed. clarify the, the Kathleen Kennedy inclusion here. <clears throat> she's had a lot of... It's come up a lot recently that she's had creative differences with a number of the people that they have signed up to do new Star Wars movies. Uh, Patty Jenkins, who was the Wonder Woman uh, director had creative difference with differences with her over the movie that she was going to make the creators of the uh um what's the game of thrones series that we're going to do a star wars series had creative differences with her it sounds like from reports that have come out that she's just very difficult to work with and that there is not a lot of creative 
freedom for people coming in to make Star Wars movies, which I think is a real problem for that franchise. That's why I included her on this list. Matt, carry on. Kathleen Kennedy does, I don't know, I don't care. Star Wars is dumb, guys. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just throw that out there. The, the plot of Star Wars is, is, is dumb, and I don't think Kathleen Kennedy's output is gonna change the fact that it's like inherently silly and we shouldn't take it too seriously. And that's someone who likes the Star Wars movies and, you know, Mandalorian's good. I hate having to walk to the boardwalk bakery <laughs> for coffee. Every time we stay at the boardwalk, I just see Catherine just like so cozy and being like, can you get coffee? <laughs> and then I go like, yep. And I get my shoes on. I got to saunter down the long hallway. Yeah, you choose to saunter, man. I didn't know how to make you saunter. And then you got I, a little pep in your step. And I got to go wait in line depending on the time. And then I got to walk it. And then I got to, you know, grab the the accoutrements and then I got to bring it back and you're like thank you so much and how then I got to do it again the next day. How do have a coffee stand in the boardwalk by now? Just like coffee. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't I can't fathom it. Uh, I did say Kathleen Kennedy myself but that's personal. Rob? Definitely Kathleen Kennedy. I mean for as infrequently as I stay at the boardwalk and you can make it in your room. So... Kathleen Kennedy uh, should be fired. John Favreau should be head of yes Lucas Films. Um, it is still Lucas. It is Films. still Lucas yeah. Films. I wasn't sure yeah. whether they called it um, that still. So yeah, she's a train wreck right now. So Kathleen Kennedy. I'm gonna go with Kathleen Kennedy. I don't drink coffee. So uh, doesn't affect <laughs> me. Wow. Well, I I had a feeling. Kathy, I, Kathy? I, I, I'm going for the Boardwalk Bakery. That's, I just, that's just poor logistics. And I feel bad for Matt <laughs> yeah, having you know, to wake up and walk. He's getting his exercise. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't mind doing it. He's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. Good guy. All right, I so would it, walk further to mm-hmm. get you your I would walk 500 Joe, miles. I don't know about that. <laughs> at one point, used to have it at the Bellevue. Yeah, I don't even know what's up with that now. I, I, certainly, I have no idea what's up with it after COVID. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Kathleen Kennedy advances, and uh, next one we have up is the increasing cost of food. That's just generally, we got that report uh, a week or so ago about the increasing cost to a lot of different things, versus the always, always shortage of coffee pods in your room relative to the length of your stay. Catherine brought this one to my attention, and it's always like they give you three pods, and you're going to be staying there for like eight days. So. As I complained about adults arguing with cast members. Yeah, I'm the one who said that was disgusting. But believe me, I think the most heated I've ever gotten with a cast member was I called uh, I called the room service line when I was staying at the boardwalk because they gave us one pod. We're staying for a week. I don't drink decaf. Get out of here with that nonsense. Yeah. You Give ration. me as many or... Or make sure you restock, which they don't always do. And it's like, you can't just give me one if I'm staying there for five days. You cannot do that. And you know what else is, is total crapola? Is the last time we stayed at the boardwalk, which was in October of 2021, um, we brought a bunch of groceries for friends who were also staying at the boardwalk, and we had access to their room. So we dropped their groceries off. They got the 50th coffee. <laughs> we got the plain old Joffrey's in the ivory envelope with the purple writing. No, I want to try the 50th coffee. The coffee situation at the DVC resorts is, is, a, is a problem for me. And so I'm saying that. Matt? <laughs> I, like, I like your uh, tenacious response there. I'm going to go with food costs. <laughs> Um, I think, uh, we should be moving towards more sustainable items anyway. I don't like the, uh, whole, uh, you know, K-cups are really... Whoa, 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 whoa. these are sustainable, doggy. These are the... coffee maker. The coffee, you make them in a coffee maker. They come in almost like a envelope filter. It's not a, it's not a pod. Yeah, but don't they have to then make the envelopes? Yeah, but they're like... Don't they have to make the filters? Yeah, but they're like... Green. I mean, I mean they're like they're like toilet the paper. I mean, what do you use? Uh, never mind. We won't get into. My that. man's a hand guy. <laughs> yeah. I put it right in my hand. Hot scalding I water. Mean, also, you want to talk about sustainable? 
you're making the coffee in your room to make in a ceramic mug versus going down to the boardwalk and getting in a styrofoam cup. Hmm, I wonder which one's more sustainable. It's not the styrofoam cup. I I just think the I was just trying to play devil's advocate there. Really, I just think I don't want to pay more for food and get. I don't want to pay more and get less. I'm a hungry boy. Yeah, I think the food cost probably affects me more over the the duration of a trip. A lot of times, I'll go down and get coffee anyway, even if I have a pod in the room. So. I'm going with the coffee. Just wow. the coffee situation in general. I said you can make it in the. It drives me insane as somebody that enjoys quite a bit of creamer, quite a bit of sweetener that there's always just never there's like two oh god it's like you make a pot true, of coffee yeah. i want to have three or four cups yeah and it's i'm, I'm out yeah i'm out you get two before. yeah two With little yeah stupid creamers yeah they, they, <laughs> they protect that stuff like it's like gold or something you know, like you're charging five hundred dollars for the gosh dang room like yeah I get know. some international delights in bulk yeah. is it really putting you out <laughs> Especially yeah. the DVC rooms. Well, right. And, you know, in your contract, I had I had this argument with a cast member. I called him and said, we don't have enough coffee pods. Night one. It's the first thing I check when I walk into that room, how many coffee pods I have. And they always say something like, well, you get enough for the night. Okay, well, I have one and I'm staying here for four nights. So let's remedy this. Like, they kind of like wanted to hassle me about them. Yeah. And I'm like... Can I have like, five cups of coffee in the morning. That's not even a joke. I know. I know. I have I have two to Do three. You really? I go through a pot a day. Yeah. It's a lot of, I could yeah, it's a lot I of could go through a pot a day as well. But I've gotten down to two. Wait, it's coffee so is a non a non coffee <laughs> yeah, drinker. I wonder what you have to weigh in on I mean, this. Okay, a... so like I see your valid points because I would be kind of ticked if I was a coffee drinker and mm-hmm. I, you're you're being gypped. Yeah. You're being charged like. <laughs> They're being chintzy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're being chintzy. I'm changing my answer. I'm making oh a coffee. My oh my gosh! <laughs> I got angry about but... it as we were talking. <laughs> wow. I'm going to go with the food cost, yeah, though. No. If you're not a coffee drinker, I, 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 just I understand. Not, I just don't... I can't appreciate the love of coffee because okay. I don't drink coffee. Fair. It's fair. Okay. Yeah. All right. But coffee pods are advancing. I just like to know. Okay. Yeah. That's a major upset. You, you yeah, got me, you got me all major, worked up about yeah, it. Yeah, that is a major upset. All right. Next, we have the current park overcrowding going up against the test track bathrooms. The things that happen in those test track bathrooms. Oh, it, those are one of the most awful bathrooms in Disney World. Is now, it because of the central location? Is that why it's... So it's two very sick-inducing rides, which is Test Track and Mission <laughs> Space. Those are the bathrooms for them. And I have seen, heard, and witnessed myself some bad, bad things happening in those bathrooms. They're not worse than the park overcrowding. It, it, the park overcrowding, I would be surprised if it did not just take over this entire bracket because... It's seated number one for all our listeners, and there's a reason for that, because it is horrible right now. I, I mean, I think we can all all speak to that. Yeah, I agree. I, I think so, too. It, it it dictates everything. Everything flows from the park over. Well, you're spending all this money to, like, take the trip. Like, yeah. you want to be able to do the things you want to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I'll give a little fun fact for our listeners. So is it for us? Well, you as well. Okay. Are you just want to know. I, I know one person. That's not listening. That's why fact. he's concerned. I want to know who the fun fact is. For. <laughs> Spit it out. So I'm wondering the test track bathrooms close to there. The the water area going from what was Future World into World Showcase by the odyssey and then going over towards figment Mm -hmm. yeah that whole area is a sinkhole that they can never build on so it has to remain water and i'm just wondering if like that somehow seeps into the the (laughs) bathroom or something i don't know sinkhole water i I think my um major concern with the bathroom is like a few years ago we were on a trip and the noise like uh sickness like guest sickness was so loud. You could hear it out on the walkway. <laughs> and we were there with our friends, Aaron and Joe. And I remember Joe, it was the women's room. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, someone is having issues in there. And Joe could hear it. And he was like, oh my gosh, that's making me sick. <laughs> and so I've always considered those bathrooms like kind of disgusting. And then this summer, 
we were at the parks and I saw my brother-in-law walk off of Mission Space looking uh, greener <laughs> than the green throw-up emoji. And he had to go to that bathroom. I thought, bad things happen in those bathrooms. Like, that is not a good bathroom. Like, th those are not... If you were just walking around Epcot and just drinking and eating all day, you would never choose that bathroom. That would be, you'd go to the Odyssey bathrooms. You'd go, you'd go to the Mexico, or the Mexico bathroom, which is another awful bathroom too. But like, <laughs> you've got, you've got options mm -hmm. and that is not one you'd ever choose, I don't think. It's not an ideal. One day we'll do our bathroom <laughs> rankings and this will probably be near the bottom. Yeah. The Mexico Pavilion is not great bathrooms either. But, but it's right next to Norway, which has wonderful bathrooms. Oh. Norway yeah. does have great mm. bathrooms. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, the bathroom's terrible, but the crowds are... I mean, that is... That's Even one worse. bathroom in one park. Right. So yeah. All right. So crowd, just... the crowd advances mm -hmm. here. Crowds are... All right, so next one, a fun, fun matchup between the All-Star Resorts collectively <laughs> up against special merch panic buying and lines. So we've got, like... Uh, you remember last year we had the Orange Bird mug and that had the line out out to wherever with the uh, the one show I forget what, what stand it was, what kiosk that was at. The Orange Bird? Yeah. Uh, it was the one where they had the lobster. Yeah. Citrus Blossom. Citrus, Citrus yeah, Blossom. Citrus long, Blossom. Long line for that. This year it's Figment Popcorn Bucket <laughs> with, you know, hour long lines. Um, but the All-Star Resorts, you know, just not great. See, I can't, I can't, I've never stayed in an All-Star. Right? Yeah, like, we've never stayed at an all-star, so I feel like... Yeah, I, I have no feelings about the all-stars. Yeah. I mean, it, if I was desperate, I guess I'd stay there. Just never had the need to. The the lines and all that nonsense is just insane. Yeah. And the, the fact that people profit off of this is uh -huh. what drives me more bonkers. And the fact that Disney has ways to stop. Like, you, you shouldn't let somebody buy 10 of something. It's just yeah. insane. So, and And... Like these, did you see? Like they released those spirit jerseys with the seventy-one map. Yeah, they're ugly as sin. But um, <laughs> but the Crocs are beautiful. <laughs> yes, but but even Crocs. that. So they're beautiful saying a limit of two. It's a limit of two per size. Come on, like I, I mean, I know yeah. they need to make money and whatnot, but this is insane. So to me, this is far away than special merch. I, I'm definitely on the side of like. I don't find the art of reselling no. things on secondhand markets as much of like a deplorable behavior as some. There are some people that this this topic of like flipping stuff is like gets them so heated. And I'm like, you know, get your money if, if it's if you're able to and, you know, your time is money. If you're going to wait in line to do it, it's when it gets to the point where it's like and the popcorn bucket's a beautiful example that's like, there was no, um, the fact that they didn't split those lines and be huh. like, if you're getting the popcorn bucket, you're in this line. If you're getting anything else, because then it hampers your experience. If you're like, if you were going there and you're like, I really wanted to try these food items, but you can't because of poor planning on the part of Disney. Well, then that's what pisses me off. But like, you know, the fact that, you know, it's a, it's a, a market yeah, and, and Matt is nothing if not a ruthless capitalist. Yes, true. My, my problem isn't the reselling. It, it's You could buy two. You don't need ten of something. That's, that's fair. That's my issue. And then you can get in the back of the line if you want and buy sure. two more. If, uh, okay, I guess. Yeah, but if, if your time is... If that is what how you value your time, then go right ahead. I mean, more power to you. All right, let's come to a consensus here. I said the merchandise panic buying. Rob? No, merchandise. 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 Yes. Okay. Merchandise advances. All right. We got uh, strollers. Just general strollers. There, there's so many situations that strollers can be annoying. In Those Disney kids World. can walk. <laughs> I, 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 when it's a child that can't walk, like a disabled child or a very young child, I understand. Eight months uh, old? Walk. You're eight Figure year it out. Change your own diaper and walk around the park. Your eight year old child does not need a stroller. Oh. Wow. Wow. Eight, eight I, might, I might disagree with that. <clears throat> but. Uh, I'm sorry. That is going up against what I call the Marriottization of resort rooms, which is just. 
how the rooms have continually got less, I don't know, Disney and more like you're staying Sterile. at Sterile. Yeah, staying at, staying at a Marriott. I mean, you could can't really tell the difference. Nothing wrong with Marriott. Nothing wrong with it, but it's not Disney. And you're no. not paying for that. No. Unpopular opinion. I like the Marriottization of resort rooms. I don't want... I don't... I do not want <laughs> the Finding Nemo dirty-ass wallpaper border <laughs> in my Caribbean beach. That room was disgusting, and it was Nemo everywhere. Disgusting. Give me something that you can clean and wipe off easily. I like the Marriott... Marriottization of the resort rooms. I mean, strollers, I think, are annoying mostly for me for parking. Mm. I'm more annoyed by stroller parking. I get, we. I mean, we have at, at least a, a few moms in our circle of friends who have kids around that, that age where it's like, they can nap and you can walk and it, it makes it a little bit easier, especially those like little umbrella strollers that you can just pop open. Now the huge ones, yeah, they're annoying. I'm still going with strollers, but I... I can see the merit in parents wanting to have strollers even for older kids just because, like, they get tired and it's either you're going back to the resort or they can nap in the stroller. That's fair. Yeah, I'm going to go with Marriott. Uh, strollers don't bother me. So, wait, what did you pick? I picked strollers for the parking. I'm thinking stroller parking bothers okay, me. Okay, okay, because you were like I, positive for bus. So yeah, I okay. I, not, neither of these are too uh, yeah. uh, egregious, but I think stroller parking bothers me more than anything. So I, I, tend, to, I tend to agree with you about the uh, Marriottization. I mean, I'm the person who stays at the Swan and Dolphin, and that is very, very Marriott-ish. Marriott. <laughs> um, <laughs> like a nice Marriott. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm fine with that. I don't need a bunch of, you know, character stuff. So the thing I hate more, I, I the strollers don't bother me. The, I, I guess I'm going to say the Marriottization of the room. <laughs> but um, even that, I'm okay with most of the, the, the incredible rooms at mm. Contemporary can go. I don't like those. But everything else is... Fine. But I guess I'm, I'm guessing going with that. I don't know. This one's confusing to me. Now I'm going with strollers. I've been nailed numerous uh, times. And I'm saying strollers, strollers too. So okay, that strollers will go dance. ahead there. Uh, so we'll pass that one by and we'll go to the next one here. Uh, next one we got is children having a meltdown. And that's going up against when the bus estimates are way off or not <laughs> showing on the board. That one's so easy. I'm going with the buses. It is a I frustration. I mean, you know what? Okay, children having meltdown. The thing is, they're not coming with me. That's a good point. <laughs> they're not the way. I'm a, I'm a psycho. They're away. enjoyable. I, so. I actually kind of enjoy it, too. It makes me laugh. It's the buses, like, that are not on time. Because, like Catherine you, said, when you're planning, it, I, your time is kind of critical. And I'm thinking, like, you walk down from the boardwalk, <clears> and the board says a bus is coming in 10 minutes, and 25 minutes later it says... 10 minutes, and you're going, what is going on? I mean, why even have the board if it's not going to show the right time? Don't lie to me. Don't you lie know, to just, me. It, just be honest. Just put it on. If, if you don't know, just say, just put it on the, on the LED the sign. Bus. It says, like, whenever. Like, eventually. IDN. IDK. IDK. Just say uh, eventually. You, don't, say you said IDN. IDN. I don't know. 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 Yeah, I. you know what's funny? I had children, and then... I had the meltdowns down, but now yeah, I, I, I realize that, like, <laughs> yeah, there, there's a certain level of schadenfreude with it to be like, yeah, as, as someone without children, like, you're you're stuck with that, friend, <laughs> and I can just walk away from this, and you gotta sit in it. You gotta live that journey. Not my circus, not my monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, Catherine? you changed my opinion, too. I said, and, and I'm thinking about myself in the moment of like a kid melting down. I'm walking past and laughing and kind of going, oh, that sucks. And afternoon heat's getting <laughs> dark. Yeah. And with the buses, I actually feel like a sense of panic when I'm like, I'm picturing myself walking down like the boardwalk walkway. And I'm rounding and looking up at the TV and I'm saying to Matt, should we just get an Uber? Should we just get an Uber? And it's like this like panicky, like quick decision because every moment matters of it being <laughs> worth it or not. So yeah, I guess I'm it says say it's eight minutes away, but they're probably lying to me. Okay, so I'm going bus for that. 
Bus, bus, everybody. Yeah, bus. bus. With the wheels All on right. the bus. It's bussing. Awesome. All right, so after that, we've got the World Showcase Stargate. <laughs> uh, this is the big prop that's used for the nighttime show. Uh, that stays out all day and blocks the sight lines. What's it actually called? The the harmonious barge. The barge. The barge. Yield barge. It's a Stargate. I know. Yeah, I know it when I see it. Uh, and that's going up against the fact that there is no longer magic at Abracadabar when you order your drinks, which sort of takes away all of what makes Abracadabar Abracadabar. Yeah. I'm here for the magic. I'm here for the magic. I, I feel very strongly about this one. What do you feel? I hate Abracadabra. I hate it. I hate it. I, you will not find me at Abracadabra. We hardly ever go there. We hardly ever go there. And right. it's one of the places we hang out the most, the boardwalk. At the whole boardwalk complex, we go to kimonos nearly every trip. We have gone to Cruise Cup. We've gone to Martha's Graveyard more. We've done Ale and Compass more than we do Abracadabra. And there's a reason for that. It sucks. Okay, and then. it was made crappy after a horrible experience with a waiter who not only wouldn't do magic but then like said like it's too time consuming and kind of like gave us a little bit of attitude when we were being completely excited and happy about being there so screw abracadabar it, it stinks at least the show of harmonious is a decent show like i don't like the sight line at all but like I'll still go to Epcot. I don't go to Abracadabra. Kendall, I want to ask you a question. I, we've been together a long time, and I don't think I've ever asked this question outright. Uh, you know, you still learn things about your partner. How do you feel about magic in general? Like, like, are you into, do you like magic? Okay, if there was so, like a magic show, would you be like, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, okay. I guess it depends on the setting, but if we're, if we're using it in the setting of Abracadabra, the first time I went, it was me, you, and our friend who's a cast member. I had an excellent time. We got to sit inside, and one of the many problems with Abracadabar is way too freaking small. You have to sit outside. Guess what? That's not the experience. You gotta sit inside. And you can never sit inside because there's like five tables. So screw this on every level. <laughs> How do you feel about street magicians? I don't <laughs> David, I, or, uh, David I don't. I don't think about street music. Chris Angel? <laughs> I'm just trying to get into your psyche of your choice. <laughs> I love like a fun, creative cocktail. And I think at one time they were doing something that was really exciting and cool at the beginning. Um, you know, but what makes this different than like drinks at Trader Sam's? Give me Trader Sam's any day over Abracadabra where... Sure, your drink might not do something, but the whole bar around you is moving. Like, So you're telling me that those bartenders at Trader Sam's who have a packed house, which is a smaller area, the Abercrombie crap dab bar with more people in it, that they can do magic and make things happen that are exciting or more busy than those crap bartenders at Abercrombie bar? I really don't like adults out arguing with cast members, but this is getting me heated. No, I, 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 I really don't like it. Also, also, <laughs> and one more, oh, and another thing. The light totally ruins it. You know why Trader Sam's is so awesome? Because if it's 1 p.m. or 3 p.m., whatever time, and it's shining bright Florida sun, you don't know that when you're in there because it's all about the atmosphere. Nothing like at 1 p.m. when Abracadabra is open and you just see that sunlight shining through. Like, they, they, they had an opportunity and they blew it. Okay, so, so you hate <laughs> magic. I got it. Um, so I'm going with Abracadabra as well. All right, um, I'm going to say something here, and I, I want you to think about this. Epcot to me is is my holy park. I know a lot of people feel that way about like Magic Kingdom or Disneyland Park being. Imagine if they slapped a Stargate in front of the castle and it was great for nighttime shows, but it stood in front of the castle all day. That is what this is to me for Epcot. And it ruins World Showcase because you can see it from everywhere. And like you can't get you can't let yourself get into that park because there's always this gigantic black ring in the middle that blocks the sight lines 
And I, I guarantee it, people would throw a fit if you slapped a giant ring in front of the castle, like between Main Street and the castle. I'd like to, I'd like to take you on a walk here, Scott. Hollywood Studios, many years, had a hat. The sorcerer's hat. Blocking, horrible, horrible. I hated the hat, hated it. Hat was lame. Spaceship Earth had a huge uh, word Epcot with the magic, what was it, a wand, Mickey's hand, wand, and it said Epcot on it. Horrible. Changed the icon of the park. Changed icons of those two parks. They were gone. I mean, they're gone. It's going to be gone. It's not going to last forever. It will go back to the sight line it once was one day. It's not going to be there forever. They ruined two park icons. I think those are way more egregious than the Stargate. However, the magical never return. <laughs> but screw Abercrombie. <laughs> my, my pick is the Stargate, but uh, we have two more to go here. <laughs> it's definitely the Stargate. I made my opinion out on that monstrosity, and I don't like the show either, so it doesn't even redeem itself at that. So. <laughs> Holly, uh, what do you have? You already decided though, Nancy, for two very vociferous. Uh... Well, here's the thing. I, I, I've never saw Harmonious. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I can't really. When's the last time you've been to Abercrombie? It's been a long time. Why? I, I think I'm going to go to. I'm going to. Catherine's going to love this. <laughs> my, my pick is Abercrombie. All right. I respect <laughs> the vote. All right, next one we have up is the increasing cost of resorts up against the often unnecessary live-action remakes. So both of these are pretty self-explanatory. They are both money grabs. Good point, Holly. I saw she was doing the the fingers, the money fingers. Um, Anybody with an opinion here? Yes. Matt. I hate the live-action remakes. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. They're unnecessary... Like, put your money and resources of these very skilled um, artists and put them into new IP and stop preying on my nostalgia. (laughs) I didn't need any of this. I don't need a live-action Mulan. I don't need a live-action anything. It's it's stupid. God. And they're not good. And there's all... Every time I say this, someone's like, well, did you see? And I'm like... No, I didn't. And and they're like, well, how can you how can you have a strong opinion if you haven't seen? I'm like, feel, I've seen. I can feel Joey Frazier texting us about Aladdin as soon as he hears this. <laughs> but Aladdin was really good, and I'm like, you know what else is really good? Aladdin, the the first one, you know, the one that would you know the animated one with Robin Williams. So like, I don't need it, it basically a shot for shot remake of that movie. In live action. Like, what's the point? Who is it for? It's for Will Smith so that he can do something and make some money. The poor guy is having a rough time. It's it's the live action <laughs> remakes. I, I just feel so strongly about it. I don't need to see the live action remakes. I need a hotel room. Mm. So it's definitely the increased cost. Increased cost for me for resorts. I'm with Matt. I hate hate the live action remakes it's ruining the legacy of the disney company and maybe there will be no resorts if they keep making these crap movies because the movies are the backbone of the company so uh, yep they make lots of money i don't care you're in the mind i mean you're in the minority of well you know what i i hate the i i was saying to Catherine about this the other day that when it comes to like music movie art in general i always hate when someone's like whoa it sold a million copies or like, it's like Mm. they, they harp on why something is valuable artistically because of how well it did commercially. And I'm like, it doesn't mean it's of a high quality. All right. I I guess I'm the deciding vote here. I don't disagree about the live action remakes. However, the resort cost has a more direct impact on me personally. And I am a very selfish person. I said resort costs. Well, fine. Well, fine. All right. This next one is a... Oh, man. I don't know how this is going to go. It is the Galactic Star Cruiser. Just in general. We've we've heard a lot about the Galactic Star Cruiser and some of the nonsense between um, how much it's going to cost, some of the activities that are going to be associated, 
Um, so Galactic Star Cruiser up against a very personal experience for this group, which was we were once at the Dawa Bar, which is the bar that is right next to where the African dancers are Harambe in Animal Kingdom. Village. Harambe Village. Um, and Catherine had ordered a beer, and I believe they had spilled a little bit of the beer as they were passing it to you, if I remember correctly, and it was then about three quarters of a beer that she had in her cup. Now, to be, you know, very fair, they gave her, they opened up a new beer, poured her the rest of their, her glass, and proceeded to throw the three quarters full beer straight into the garbage. That's criminal. Which, which... If I can remember, and I can... We all screamed. Everyone just had this look of horror on their faces. You know what, Scott, I have to say, you're telling you that story, I don't think it's quite accurate, because he knew we were watching. Yep. He oh, put yes. it aside. He let it simmer for maybe 12 minutes, and then And we're like, what away. is he going to do we with that? We were still watching. That's true, we were watching. Don't you, don't you uh, doubt it for a second. And I don't know what I wanted him to do with it. I guess I wanted him to just give you the beer. That's what you should That's do. What That's you like do. when you it's like when you're pouring a beer and you kick the keg and you're like, "Oh, this only gave like a quarter of a beer. So I'm going to give this to you now." And then, and then I'm going to we're going to change the keg right. and then I'm going to pour you a full beer. That is the correct mode because the worst part about it is that it's just so wasteful. And I think it, that was what was bothersome about it. It was like indicative of Something, it seemed normal to him. You wasted, you threw out a cup that had never been used. You threw out a drink that had never touched human lips. <laughs> it is, it was just so wasteful. On the other hand, the Galactic Star Cruiser is the culmination <laughs> of some of the worst planning I have ever seen. And it is nearly criminal, the cost that they are going to be charging for this. Yeah, but you know what's funny about Galactic Star Cruiser? It's like, it's almost like a kid, like, it's like a one kid designed it and was like, it'd be cool if, like, you could live Star Wars and, like, the hotel is, like, a planet or whatever. And then it was just, like, whoever at Disney's, like, nine-year-old kid was, like, the project manager on it. And they were like, yeah, you know, let's go. Let's go with it. So there's a certain, like, hey, they went for it to it that like i'm like okay you, you tried but the, the galactic cruiser though i mean that's that's you you do you boo i mean if you want to spend that money waste your money fine that's that's you. i, I agree but with you, the Holly. beer that's like just criminal all the way around <laughs> yeah. like that's just oh i don't I, know I, I, let's, I let's do our vote yeah. here Catherine, what do you got i'm going i'm going with a throwing away a full beer because I'm likening the Galactic Star, Star Cruiser to a child having a tantrum. Mm. I can drive right on by it. I can see it, laugh at it, and keep on walking because I don't have to take that home with me. <laughs> Matt? Yeah, full beer is criminal. Alright, I said the Star Cruiser. Rob? The Star Cruiser, I, I never wanted something more to fail. Me too. Disney related than this. Um, I, I hate it. I I don't want anyone to lose their job or anything of that they nature. They could be reassigned. Um, but I, and you know what? I could just see it when this thing opens and all the bloggers and vloggers just sucking its... <laughs> and, and giving this thing the... the like, I could, I, could, I could just see... I could just see <laughs> the Instagram stories of people fawning over this thing. And it's well, like keep scrolling. Things you keep scrolling. You don't have to look at it. I know, but it drives me we insane. We tried the lightsaber class, uh, and it was you know amazing. I have, you know I have to hate follow certain accounts you know and what, things. Rob, you, so, Star you, Cruiser. You disappoint me. <laughs> um, full beer. Okay, full yeah. beer moves on. Hell yeah. Full beer. All right, last one on this side of the bracket. I know we're taking a long time here, but uh, we've got the... <laughs> it's a long episode. I know. We've got the Rise of the Resistance queue, and I'm not talking about the theming of the queue here. I'm talking about... The sheer duration of the rise of the resistance queue and the impact that that has on a day. And that is going up against something that always bothers me that they have never taken any time to improve. And that is the spaceship Earth where it takes your picture at the beginning and then plays it at the end. How you always have half a face, particularly if you're wearing a mask. It, it can't do it just can't do human faces my anymore. favorite is the part where it just takes your eyes so you're just like a human oh yeah it's like with just holes. with just holes for eyes which is just frightening 
I always look busted in my photo. Oh my Everyone my does. God. No one looks good. They've never fixed it, and they've never taken it's not it out. Flattering. To me, this is it's the picture. It's like just just stop do it like, at this point. Like you, it doesn't work. We always like, look it, miserable the, in our picture too. The technology has advanced eons for <laughs> to do something like this, and they it's just, some technology we might know about. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's we have to get I can unlock. Feel. I can unlock my phone with my face. So. Doesn't it start to feel like? Um, what Carousel of Progress's last scene was a few years oh, before yeah. they changed it. And, I mean, even now, it's it's still very antiquated, but, like, it just was like, oh, laser discs? Yeah. What, so your vote is for the picture. Yes. Holly? Picture. I'm going for the queue. Um, we waited for this uh, in earnest in October. Um, I think about waiting for that queue... Nearly every day. It comes to my mind. In fact, it came up in conversation with a friend who was in line with us yesterday who said, I want a Ronto wrap. I saw you get one in the queue and it looked so good. And I'm thinking, our friend Amy, who's going down, and I was like, um, yeah, it comes up all the time. I always think about having to wait. And that is too much of my life I wasted on waiting in that queue. Matt? Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the queue as well. Just because I'm of the mindset that like, there's not many experiences that I can say are worth waiting over three hours for. Like, if you're going to wait for three hours, you're doing nothing. Your primary activity is standing in a line waiting to do something that you want to do. Your experience that, you, that, that you're going to get on is, I feel like it's never going to live up to the, the time spent. Yeah, I, I said the queue as well. It just is indicative of some of the problems that the parks have right now. Yeah. All right, so we're going to stop it right there. We're halfway through our bracket. You heard our first 16 matchups. Come back in two weeks on February 13th to hear the conclusion and to hear what ends up as our champion of our most despised Disney items right now. All right, so... Thank you. I hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you in two weeks. Cheers. Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook, and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers. Cheers.